The Compare To Podcast is part of the Spark Media Network, now available on the Edify Podcast app. Grab the Edify app in your Google Play Store or on the Apple Podcast app. You will be so glad you did. Hey friends, Heather Creekmore here. We are continuing our coaching series through July. Today's show is going to be pretty quick. In fact, it's Tuesday. There's a show I like to listen to where they have Quick Tip Tuesday. So this is kind of the compared to who shows version of Quick Tip Tuesday. Today, we're going to talk about you and your fitness tracker. Bomb, bomb, bomb. Maybe it's your Apple Watch. Maybe it's your Fitbit. Maybe it's some other fancy tracking mechanism that you use to find out how you are doing every single day. We're going to talk about that, the merits of that, the healthiness of that, and maybe the unhealthiness of that too on today's show. So I hope you'll give it a listen and share it with a friend who is addicted to her fitness tracker. You know who she is. (laughs) Share it with her. Okay, here we go. Welcome to Compare to Who, the podcast to help you make peace with your body so you can savor God's rest and feel his love. If you're tired of fighting body image the world's way, Compare to Who is the show for you. You've likely heard lots of talk about loving your body, but my goal is different. Striving to fall in love with stretch marks and cellulite is a little silly to me. Instead, I want to encourage you and remind you with the truth of scripture that you are seen, you are known, and you are loved no matter what your size or shape. Here the pressure is off. If you're looking for real talk, biblical encouragement, and regular reminders that God loves you and you're not alone, you've come to the right place. I hope you enjoy today's show and hey, tell a friend about it. Okay, so this coaching tip was inspired by a real client I had who was having a really tough time with exercise. We talk about food a lot, but exercise can be just as disordered as our food. And for her, the struggle was she had to beat the rings, or I don't even remember what her tracking device was, but whatever the goal was every day, she had to beat it. Now, I can appreciate that so much because uh, a lot of us that have these issues are goal-oriented people. And so if you put a goal in front of us and then kind of, I don't know, I guess, encourage us to meet it or maybe shame us (laughs) into meeting it might be the other way to think about it. Like we're going to do our bestest to meet that goal, right? And it's so interesting how Apple knew exactly what they were doing when they put that fitness tracking information on the Apple Watch, right? Now, from Apple's perspective, they're just quote unquote trying to make us all healthier. But if you have a challenge, some sort of disordered relationship with exercise, or you can't listen to your body and exercise when it feels like it would feel good or when you would enjoy it, when exercise is a compulsion to you, or when burning a certain number of calories is a mandatory necessity kind of thing you have to do every day in order to be able to eat or to earn your food, right? These are all disordered behaviors surrounding exercise. 
and our fitness trackers, our watchers, can actually lead us to a place where we are even more disordered in our behavior because of the readout on our wrists. Okay. So who among you is wearing an Apple watch right now and you're kind of looking down and you're seeing where you are with your rings? Ah, okay. I'm looking at my rings. I've been recording shows for you all day. It's, it's not good according to Apple standard. And I think that they have buzzed me like four times in the last hour that I should really stand up. And I got a notification about how I wasn't making as much progress against my rings as I normally make. And so all of those kind of shaming messages are supposed to inspire me to go outside and work out or, or go inside and work out. But they're supposed to inspire me to exercise. And I'll be honest with you, a lot of times it works. Okay. <laughs> it does work. They know their audience. And then what they do is they reward me, right? When the ring is completely around, I get like a little move goal achieved. I used to wear a Fitbit and the Fitbit would like do this buzz, buzz, buzz thing and then have like confetti thrown all over. And it was like, woohoo. And I had reached 10,000 steps and I was so excited about that accomplishment every day. I mean, there is something deeply psychological about having these goals and then meeting these goals. It's crazy how it can perhaps incent you to exercise more. But is making my watch happy the right motivation for exercise? And then back to my client, my client had gotten so obsessive with her watch that she couldn't go to bed until the rings were closed. And then it came to the point where it wasn't enough just to have the rings closed. She had to do 200% of her goal every day. She had to do twice as much. She'd work out in the morning and in the evening. So she would get that feedback from the watch saying, good job, you've doubled your goal. And then the watch is smart. And so it automatically adjusts her goal up. And then she'd have to work out even harder the next week, right? To double the goal again. And it was leading her to a real bad place with exercise where she felt like she couldn't take a day off. She couldn't rest for a minute. Like if she was going to have to fly somewhere and get on a 7am flight, well, that just meant she'd have to wake up at 4.30am and do her workout because she couldn't miss her workout. What if her watch was disappointed in that? Ah, silliness, silliness, silliness. And yet maybe you can relate to it right? So here is my coaching tip for you. If you have what may be an unhealthy relationship with your watch or your fitness tracker. Okay. First, let me say, are these things inherently bad? Absolutely not. They're not inherently bad. There's nothing evil about your Fitbit or your Apple watch. Okay. But, but if you have an issue around exercise and disordered eating, these may be things that you need to pray about surrendering. Okay. It may just be a matter of you can't wear a fitness tracker. It is just unhealthy for you. It is on your wrist as a constant reminder of a disordered relationship that you have with food or exercise, and it's just not healthy for you. So I'm going to throw that out there and leave that up to you. Pray about it. If you have a doctor or a counselor or someone else you can talk to in your life that kind of knows your story and where you've been, talk to them in real life about 
about whether or not this thing on your wrist is helping you or hurting you, okay? But then maybe you're not to that point, but maybe you start to feel yourself coming to that point where you're like, ooh, okay, it's not that bad. Like, I'm okay with it. It doesn't really trigger me too much. But I have started noticing that I care about closing the rings. I have started noticing that, you know, the move goal is important to me. Then here's what I recommend you do. I recommend that you lower your goal. Yes, I know. That's like all you type A people are like, you don't lower goals. You raise the bar. If you want excellence, you raise the bar so you get more excellence. Like I get it, my friend. But in this arena, too many of us think excellence means disordered eating. Okay. Just brass tacks there, right? Too many of us have defined excellence in a way that's not really excellence the way the Lord defines it because our version of excellence is, is really unhealthy. So I suggest if it's become too important to you, if you have to meet that goal every day and you're finding it hard to meet that goal every day without moving a lot more than you want to move or exercising even on days when maybe you just don't really have the capacity to exercise, but because you won't let that goal go undone, you do it anyway, adjust your goal down. Most of us can get in five to seven minutes of exercise a day just from walking around our house or walking from the car into work or those kind of things. So adjust your goal down so that you can close the ring without feeling the pressure. And then if you want to exercise, great. It's just gravy. It's just bonus, right? But then you are not listening to the dictator that is on your wrist, When it comes to how you move your body, right? Joyful movement is the intuitive eating principle, right? We should be exercising because it is good for our body and because it feels good for our body and because we enjoy it. If we are exercising out of penance for something bad we ate, if we're exercising to earn our food, if we're exercising to earn our worth, if we're exercising because we are afraid that we will not be valuable to other people unless we work out and look a certain way, then those are all really bad motivations for exercise. So coaching tip, what's your relationship like with the fitness tracker on your wrist? Do you need to make some changes? Is it healthy for you to have it there on your wrist? Or is it healthy for you to have your goals set where they are set? Or do you need to make some adjustments? These are questions I'm leaving with you today on this quick tip, Coaching Tuesday. I'm glad you listened today. I hope something in today's show has helped you stop comparing and start living. Bye-bye. Before you go, if something from today's show blessed you, may I ask a huge favor? Leave a review on your favorite platform. Seeing your five-star reviews is a huge encouragement to me. Not sure how to do it? 
you can go to compare to who.me slash podcast, scroll to the bottom, and you'll find all the information. And while you're at compare to who.me, check out some of the more than 500 articles on there about body image, comparison, all the things you're thinking about. Plus, you can find out more about my books, or you can grab a time for a free 10-minute call to see if coaching is right for you. I'm so honored to be a part of your journey out of body image and comparison frustration, and I can't wait to hear how God is working to set you free. Hey friend, would you check out the date on that episode you just listened to? Yeah, it's been a minute. Listening to old podcasts is almost like reading my diary from several years ago. In some cases, it's even a little embarrassing. So instead of listening straight through season by season, can I encourage you to skip ahead? I release brand new episodes every Tuesday and Friday. And if you're not sure where to start, you can go to improvebodyimage.com, find the Start Here button, and I've got several episodes listed and categorized so you can find the topics that are of most interest to you. Your time is valuable, so skip straight to the good stuff. I'm glad you're here. Thanks for letting me be a part of your body image and food freedom journey. A powerful prayer life does not require hiking a mountain to be able to hear from God. God can meet us right in the middle of our busy lives to help, guide, and speak to us through prayer. I'm Christina Patterson, host of the Teach Us to Pray podcast, providing practical teaching and encouragement on how you can make prayer a natural and consistent part of your everyday life. I promise it won't require hiking a mountain, but you just might develop the faith to move one. Listen and subscribe at lifeaudio.com.